Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Anyway, we'll move on from that to masturbation. Yeah, there, I said it. Humans do it, and so too do a lot of animals. The question is, why? From an evolutionary standpoint, it seems to be a completely wasteful activity. Dr Matilda Brindle is an evolutionary biologist at University College London who's conducted a study on this. Afternoon, Matilda. Good afternoon. Thanks uh, for having me. Uh, yeah, so our ancient ancestors, is, is there evidence either way whether they masturbated or not? Yeah, so we looked at the the primate order, which is the group of mammals that humans belong to. Um, And what we found is that definitely by around 40 million years ago, in the ancestor of all monkeys and apes, masturbation did seem to be present. Wow. How do you prove that? (laughs) So um, we ran what's called a Bayesian phylogenetic analysis, which is a fancy word for basically computational simulations of evolution. So if you know how different species are related to one another and you've got information on the the traits of these living species, then you can use that to, to model evolution and how those traits might have evolved. And so we did that for masturbation as well as some other traits like mating system um, and whether there was a high risk of sexually transmitted infections in these different species. Okay, but, so, but it, it's not just it's not just limited to primates or humans. Uh, there no, are many species no. who do this. Yes, lots of different animals masturbate. So a, a particularly horrible example is camels masturbate into the sand. That's male camels. Lovely. Um, but tortoises masturbate, marine iguanas masturbate, birds masturbate. I, I want to ask well. how, but I don't want to ask how, if you know what I mean, uh, because we are on daytime radio. Yeah, that's fair enough. Now, now is uh, and uh, the reasons why, would, would the reasons differ between males and females as to why they would do this? Yeah, so um, what we the hypothesis that we went out to test um, were basically the idea that masturbation could increase reproductive success, or it could help to avoid um, contracting sexually transmitted pathogens and diseases. So the first hypothesis that it increases reproductive success that could work for both males and females. So in males masturbating before having sex but without ejaculating might help them to basically speed up the process if they're a low-ranking male so in Mm. lots of species males and females have a lot of sex with each other they don't just have one partner Um, and so you know if this this male gets a chance to mate with this female normally the bigger males will try and push push the smaller males off so if they're basically ready to go because they're pre-aroused that might be one helpful strategy for helping them to increase their reproductive success um a second idea is that again in males if they masturbate but they do ejaculate um what they can do is shed inferior sperm. So the longer sperm are sat in the testes, the more the cells deteriorate. So what you what these males will do is masturbate and shed these kind of slightly old, slightly useless sperm. And eventually they'll then have a smaller amount of overall ejaculate, but the sperm cells inside it will be really high quality and fighting fit. So again, if a female is mating with lots of different males, by doing that, these males are kind of increasing the odds that their sperm are the ones that fertilize the female. And wh- now for females, it's something slightly different. Okay. Um, so female arousal actually increases the pH of the vagina. So normally, the vagina is mildly acidic just to protect from pathogens and nasty things like that. But when a female is aroused, this becomes much more neutral, which basically makes the vagina more welcoming to sperm. Because um, if it's inhospitable to pathogens, then it's probably going to be inhospitable to sperm cells as well. 
And the vaginal mucus that's associated with arousal can help flush out inferior sperm um, and fast track really good quality sperm towards the uterine cavity. And orgasm as well, the contractions that are associated with female orgasm can help to kind of draw those good quality sperm up through the uterine cavity. Um, so that's that's kind of to do with reproductive success. And okay. then the other hypothesis we looked at in males was that um, basically masturbating after sex with ejaculation might actually help to clean the reproductive tract. So mm. instead of peeing after sex, um, they're ejaculating and ejaculate is bactericidal. So that was another hypothesis we looked at. Right. And and just going back to the females, they they would masturbate after sex, would they, to kind well, of make it, to give the, the, you know, the good quality sperm a, a fighting chance? Yeah, well, they could do this either directly before or after copulating with a male. So, um, you know, it makes sense that if they're already aroused and their vaginal pH is kind of um, much more welcoming before they have sex, then that's already a good thing um, in terms of kind of choosing which male might be the one to fertilize her. So that's that's another crucial thing is that this would be a tactic we, we hypothesized um, that females would use, you know, sort of slightly shift the odds in the favour of a certain male. But actually what we found is support for both of those hypotheses, so um, an increase of reproductive success and a reduction of kind of STIs in males, but we didn't find support for that in females, which really shocked me when I found the results. But having spent a little bit more time thinking about it, we had far fewer data points for females than for males. And that could, you know, maybe that reflects the fact that females masturbate a bit less, but actually it's probably partly because it's a lot harder to notice if a female is masturbating yes. than a male. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't have an erection, so you can't you can't see it so easily. But also in, in the biological sciences historically, there's been much more of a focus on on male behaviours, male sexuality um, over female sexuality. We've kind of historically scientists thought of females as the passive recipients of male behavior and male intentions and luckily this is changing now and we're starting to realize that that's very much not the case um but you know that that means that we actually had fewer data points for females and so we weren't able to do such rigorous tests on the females so i wouldn't be surprised if you know if we can collect more data eventually if more people study this then we might find support for that hypothesis that it does increase female reproductive success too and and literally did you have to kind of send lots of questionnaires to people who worked with animals to ask them about these things and and probably a lot of them says yeah no one's ever asked me about this before <laughs> yeah so I, we collected as much as we possibly could from the data so i spent two years of my phd basically looking for anything i could find that referred to masturbation or genital stimulation or anything like that in primates and then we had some notable gaps in our database so I then thought okay well I'll email zoologists and primatologists and these people who have experience with these species and ask for their input and you know the zoology community are a fairly easygoing bunch um everyone reacted pretty well but yeah i think there were some slightly raised eyebrows yes i would imagine no but 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 i imagine particularly on 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 the female side in that you know as you say it's it's harder to spot but probably if you're someone who works with an animal every day or sees them regularly you'll know uh, that they're doing it yeah, exactly. I mean, that's certainly been my experience when I've done field work. Once you're looking for it, suddenly you think, oh, okay, oh, that's what they're doing. Okay, yes. I, I see you. Um, <laughs> but if you're, you know, out there not looking for it, then 
you wouldn't you wouldn't see it necessarily. Yeah, I wonder what they're thinking about at the time. Maybe yeah. I don't want to know that. Uh, that would be your next study. Uh, Matilda, yeah. thanks very much for uh, talking with us today. That was Dr. Matilda Brindle there, who's an ev- evolutionary biologist at University uh, College London. Uh, one texter says, my kids and their friends have named our dogs uh, tackled the Red Rocket after his episodes of self-pleasuring. He's a six-month-old dashhound pup. I now know why they're called sausage dogs. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.